0: What's up, Renaissance? This is Jordan. Uh, I am very honored and proud to be joined by someone who has been very uh, near and dear to me for the last decade, Dr. Elisa Lynn Rath. Um, I first met Dr. Rath in 2010 when my late wife, Danielle, was diagnosed with cancer. And I did a bunch of Google searches for, uh, I guess, Christian therapists who uh, could take us in time. And really at the lowest point of our lives, uh, we met Dr. Rath and she was a very stabilizing force for both me and for my late wife uh, individually and as a couple. And one of the reasons that I think actually I was able to endure a difficult time like that was because of her guidance. And uh, she's been there for the lowest lows and also the highest highs. She was counseling uh, me and Jess when we first met um, to make sure that uh, that was going well. And uh, she's just been a voice that I've been very fortunate to have. So when we got, kind of hunkered down with the coronavirus stuff, I was thinking I could either call her and uh, have and try to give a, a summary of some of the stuff she was saying, or I could just reach out and see if she would just share it with us directly. So we're very honored to have her with us today. Um, we've been thinking for the last couple of weeks just obviously about this concept of health and uh, health is much more than just physical. Um, obviously during this time, we wanna be committed to social distancing, to stop the spread in New York City so that we don't either contract or pass on uh, the coronavirus. Um, but health is bigger than just physical. It's also mental. So, so Doc, what should we be paying attention to in this time?
1: Yeah, I think some of the things that we can really do right now is uh, maintain daily routine. And it's important to get up on a re- at a regular time and take a shower when you wake up in the morning and change into work clothes. I think that's important, right? Change so, into clothes that you will usually go to work or at least business casual.
0: Yeah, so um, they should be wearing pants even as they're listening to this right now.
1: Yes, yes. <laughs> change out of the PJs. Right? Get out of PJs and... So that our, psychologically we feel like we are going to work because we are working from home, and then the time that we save now from commuting in the past, use that time to center our lives with Christ, right? Because mm-hmm. Christ is our center, Christ is our foundation, and then to receive God's favor. Um, my dad is a uh, pa- who is a pastor for minister for sixty. 70 years, I think, 70 years. And what he does every day in the morning, what he does is for the first 20 minutes, he just sits there and in taking God's grace and God's love. And my dad is a very gracious person. I think it's because he spends every day, 20 minutes receiving God's love. And then he reads one or two verses. And I think that's so important that that grounds us. That's our identity. Identity is in Christ. Mm. And so that when we know who we are in Christ, all things that we have to face, we'll be able to tackle it much better. Yeah. So I think that's important. Really want to encourage people to do that. Yeah. And, then, uh, and then stay physically active. Right? Mm. Exercise three times, a, three, three, three times a week usually is good. Um, and if you're feeling uh, anxious during this time, then you should actually exercise five times a week. Because when we exercise, right, we release the pent up adrenaline. So when we're anxious, there's an adrenaline that's pent up in our tissues, in our muscles. And so when we exercise, we release it. So then we actually uh, we have endorphins flowing, and then we feel better. And so that's really important. And also uh, use a schedule uh, and give your kids a schedule. We're gonna upload. You know, we're gonna give some resources. how to keep your kids active and uh, how, how to set them have a structure for them so that they, could t- they can know what to expect during the day and know what your expectations are mm. and make time for personal connections with others And so right now well, you know the mayor wants us to stay home and, and interact with only people in our family face to face but I think it's important to keep visual visual virtual contact with people and not just on the phone not text those are helpful but i think on a regular basis every day to have some kind of visual contact with people uh, virtually mm-hmm. and uh, and also go to bed at regular times so that's one thing that's, that's maintaining daily, daily yeah one, routine.
0: one thing that i've been really thinking about and wrestling with was just this concept of uh spending time in God's presence cause he's like my, my daily strength. And I mm-hmm. think it's because I've been saying the Lord's prayer every time I wash my hands to make sure I'm getting a good 20 yeah. seconds. And every time That's I get to one. that line, every time I get to that line of give us this day, our daily bread, I'm reminded how much I need Christ every single day, not just, you know, one day a week or, uh, you know, one day for the month, you know, we're, we're mm-hmm. in difficult times and, and trying times and the, and the isolation for some is, is very trying. And I'm also reminded of the scripture in the Old Testament, in Exodus, where the children of Israel were walking around and they, they got daily manna from God. that mm-hmm. Their provision from God was every single day and they couldn't store up. They couldn't store up for two days worth. They needed it every single day. And there's so many New Yorkers that were too busy. They, were, they had this many meetings. They had to be in the office at five in the morning or whatever the case was. And now we've we found ourselves with a lot more time in our laps, if nothing else, just the commute. So in That's some right. ways, we don't, we don't have a time problem as much. Maybe we never had a time problem, but certainly now mm. we found ourselves with, with more time. And one thing for me that I've, I've realized is um, my daily routine has to change from what it was even before. So I, I need to optimize my daily routine to meet my present uh, circumstances. So for us, it looks like me waking up even earlier, instead of me work, working out in the gym, the gym is closed now, first thing in the morning. I, now I, I need to wake up and do my, Isolation time away from the kids time with God and then I'll Mm. I'll work out like around two o'clock when my youngest is taking his nap So Mm. yeah daily routine trying to put it in place right now, but that's that's big Uh, So what else you mentioned a little bit about just connecting with other people? Uh, What does that Mm. look like right now? Why is that so important?
1: Yeah, I think maintaining community and see visual face-to-face time with other people is really important Um, um, so I, uh, I really think it's important to see, see people. because you know, if we're not hunkered in our home, we'll be seeing people. And it's important it's interesting. I was talking to one of my spiritual daughters who's a real introvert. She's been working home since Wednesday. She says, even for, that intro, for her as an introvert, she really misses people. Mm. And so our, uh, our church Fight and Night Bible study that I'm part of is really like a community group. And what we uh, did was we did Zoom meeting, and so that we can see people, and that was so that was so good. We, I didn't know how much I was attached to them. I knew I was attached to them. I knew I loved them, but just the idea that I might not see them in person, I felt so sad last week. Mm. And then just to be able to see them in person, uh, you know, visually, that was very helpful. That mm. would be so different when it's a phone, just a conferencing phone call. Mm. So I think it's really important to do that. So I think it's really important to maintain community during this time. And, uh, and I really encourage people, don't suspend your community groups. Don't suspend your meetings and prayer meetings. Do it through Zoom call. Yeah. Let people be able to see each other. Yeah. And I think especially for people who live alone, it's important to have like, FaceTime, right? So one suggestion is, uh, is uh, call each other, set an appointment on when they're going to eat. Yesterday, I was giving a, uh, a suggestion to a patient of mine who loves to cook and who loves to host people. And she, uh, I said to her, go ahead and still cook and then deliver the food to these people that you would otherwise would have them come to your house and then set the time where you all eat in front of a visual, FaceTime, right? So you can still enjoy the food that you cook. Everybody can enjoy the food you cook and you're eating it together, but through that way. And I think especially for people who live alone, it's really important to set those dates. Have those, set those dates. You always set dates Set time to even cook at the same time. You can watch each other cook and talk to each other and eat with each other. I think that that's really important. That it will help with a sense of loneliness and alienation. Mm. That's good. And also, yeah, and then set up a visual play dates for the kids. And uh, I'm looking forward to one of my, you know, I have play dates with with my grandkids. And uh, I'm looking forward to having one with one of my kids' soon. <laughs> I, uh, I wonder how that's going to be. Usually we like to play cards. I don't know how we're going to do that, but set up something, right? So that people can see each other face to face.
0: That's good. So we have not suspended our community groups. Uh, great. Uh, we are encouraging every group to continue to meet. Yeah. Uh, maybe at the, if at the same time works, then great. And we're also launching some new community groups uh, that will be meeting on either Google Hangout or Zoom. So look at mm. an email for that. So if you did not get in CGs and in uh, in, in, in we signed up for them in, for the spring, then hopefully we'll have space for you to join in one of the new ones. And the other thing is just for the people you already know, man, don't, don't wait for them to reach out to you. You reach yeah. out to them. And this is not the time to sulk and say that, you know, you're not, you don't have friends or people don't, mm-hmm. you know, you're not close to anyone. This is a time for you to take the proactive steps to reach out to someone else. And um, if they say no, then reach out to someone else. But it's really, really critical that you maintain facial contact with people as as much as possible. If nothing else, just to continue to um, just maintain human contact. in your community groups, you know, they're not gonna function as they always have. It might be more just how are people doing and connection than it was, than it is Bible study. And Bible study is very important and we wanna do that as well, Mm -hmm. but, uh, connecting with other people, having time to share how people are feeling, doing, this is going to be really vital at this time. Amen, brother. Yes. So, I mean, so we're allowed to leave our house a little bit. Obviously we want to maintain social distancing. I think the mayor's office and the health department has, have recommended six feet, um, from people and, um, but there have to be ways that we can do some things outside doc. So what, what are those things look like?
1: Yeah. I think it's important to go out for of walks, and uh, and whenever possible, right, while we maintain that distance from each other, um, and uh, exercise together as a family. Uh, you know, play people have we fit, but you can do it um, um, together as a family, and that's fun. And use uh, use online video for exercise. Mm. Uh, I always, I never go to the gym. I'm too cheap, right? So I always do <laughs> <laughs> online video exercise, and then so do that. Be active. Uh, You know, that's important. And then you can wrestle with your kids, dance with your kids, do fun physical activities together with kids. It's important, right? Because you're trapped in an apartment, especially in New York City. And it's important to be active. That's great. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, you could find anything on YouTube, whether you want to do Zumba, CrossFit, or anything in between. I'm positive you can find it on YouTube. And, uh, And also to really, I mean, we're, we're linking some schedule stuff that will be in the show notes to make sure that you're proactive in scheduling when exercise time or when a walk would be in your day. So mm-hmm. whatever time that is, if it's 2 p.m., 5 p.m., 9 a.m., just to make sure you schedule mm. it in so it's a, it, it remains a priority and something that you can get done. Um, That's right. Yeah, and stay physically active.
1: I was thinking, actually, also just open your curtains, you know, mm. open your blinds, right? See and the then sun. when the weather gets nice, yeah, see the sun. And then see your neighbors, actually, right? In New York City, you open up the window, you'll see neighbors. Good, wave, right? It's good to have contact, right? It's safe. And then also sometimes open the window a bit, right? Just just letting some fresh air.
0: That's good. That's good. Um, So, Doc, I've had this thing that I've talked about a ton with our congregation about some tendencies that I have to to write the script and to play the tape and to not be in the moment. Uh, And either I'm worrying about the future, or I'm playing negative scripts about what, what's happened in the past, and it, it, it never leads me to a place of peace. So talk to us a little bit about staying in the moment and being where we are.
1: I think you've done a good job talking about it, I, I uh, watched your, your podcast oh, in, nice. uh, last week. Yeah, you already did that, you do a great job, but you just said uh, the idea is that whatever happened in the past already happened, we can't turn back time, we can't change things in the past. And then whatever will happen in the future, only God is in control. So we cannot predict the future. So all we have is this moment, and every moment ends, right? Good moments, they end. and Bad moments, they end. The more we embrace the present moment, knowing that it too will end, the uh, better the moment would be even when we're embracing a negative moment, a moment that we don't like. The more we fight against having a bad moment, the longer that moment and the more intense that, that moment will last. And mm-hmm. But if we just observe it, it's just fair. We observe it. This is the moment. This is how I'm feeling right now. And this too will pass. And then they will pass quicker.
0: Yeah, so much of my, my life I found that I try to avoid negative emotions while trying to joke them away or drown them out in one way or another. And it's really important to not do that because really the best way to move forward through them is to embrace them and not pretend like they're yes. not there.
1: Yes, absolutely.
0: That's good. So what else should we, what else should we be thinking about doc?
1: Yeah, so thinking of, uh, you know, be good to ourselves, right? Be good mm. to ourselves, so spend time. You know, everybody's different. There are people who are, uh, you know, you're an extreme X server, right? So yes. uh, you need a lot of contact uh-huh. with people. And there are other people who are introverts and they need time for themselves. And then when we're all cooped up at home with everybody, it's important that we give space for people who need time alone. And mm. I think it's good to also have quiet time and alone, where everybody's doing their own thing. And, uh, so for an extrovert who doesn't want that quiet time alone, you can, you know, you know, FaceTime somebody, but, but other people in the household who need that quiet time to be able to have time to refresh, replenish. It's really important that we have time alone, uh, because it's like opening up the window, having fresh air. So that we, so it's not stifling, you know, mm-hmm. when the windows are closed all the time, the stifling where there's too much togetherness, it could be stifling for people.
0: Mm-hmm. So maybe and even then, some, uh, some families, like maybe I should just take the kids out sometime just by myself and then let Jessica have some alone time yeah. with you so I can get my walk and wave to strangers um, and Jessica can get some alone time. That's, that's good. We don't that's good, always have to do everything great, together yeah. as a family. It could be making sure that we're all doing things so we all can thrive.
1: That's a great idea. Yeah. And then also uh, stay away from overindulging, right? Uh, it's easy for us to say, oh, it's like a holiday. So, you know, on vacations, holidays, we overeat, we overdrink, over everything. It's important that we try to stay away from that and then continue to keep the disciplines. And, uh, and also stay away from social media. Mm. Social media is giving, you so, giving us so much of uh, these bad news, sad news, right, terrible news and fears and there's so much fake news out there it just cause people to be so scared. Mm. I think it's really good to be good to ourselves, stay away from social media and only listen to, you know, look up CDC and NIH guidelines and don't listen to anything else. Um, cause it's just not helpful. The fear is just not helpful. Yeah. And then also aside from that to make a list of 10 things we enjoy doing to pamper ourselves. Mm. So 10 things that we enjoy doing for ourselves, by ourselves that does not require other people's cooperation and it's not productive so it could be stinging in the shower taking a bubble bath uh painting your own nails or, or, or
0: looking at sneakers listen- online
1: yes yes <laughs> <laughs> but that one was yeah so <laughs> uh, yeah window shopping right whatever online and all that stuff and the things that are like time wasted, but we feel like we get a break from life, and we're pampering ourselves that's the key and out of the ten the list of the ten, three of it is what I call secret pleasures. Secret pleasures are things that you do that are not just not productive, uh, they're just not good for you, but it's not morally not good for you. Don't do things that are morally not good for you because we don't want to feel that guilt the conviction right but it's just things like uh things are that just not healthy for you but that it's uh so that you're in the the part of you that just wants to act out has a has a space for it it's important that when we're trying to be constructive that's our super ego the parent who's telling us do this must do this should do this ought to do this the id is a kid says I don't feel like doing it. I want to do whatever I don't feel like doing that's Romans 7 right? Well, you, and then it's important that we give space for that as well, attend mm-hmm. to that as well, so the ego is the adult who says I need to marry the super ego and the id, the parent and the child, so we give time for the child to act out or else it, it will act out on its own when we least expected mm-hmm.
0: so, so th- these three things are secret pleasures. They're not sinful, but they're just things that in no way are they productive. So they don't advance right. your physical, mental, emotional health. They don't. Yes. Relationships. Yeah. It's, it's, but they're fun and you like it.
1: Yes. Yes. Yeah. So th- thank you. that That's very good. Uh, distinction clarification, right? The seven of th- uh, the 10 lists are things that you enjoy. So some people like to exercise. That's still productive. They enjoy it, That's fine. Right. Secret pleasure is not something that's productive at all. So something that's totally unproductive. That's good. And I think that's good to do.
0: That's great. Anything else, Doc?
1: Yeah. So choose life, right? It's important that we choose to do life and choose to be with people and do activities that give us life, that refreshes Mm -hmm. us, that renews us. And so like, uh, choose life, first of all, choose life to be with Christ, right? Jesus has come to give us abundant life. So choose To be in contact, constant contact with Christ, so that we can have abundant life, and then choose people who will give life to us, not not people who's going to add as stress to us. Mm. And so, so focus on that, and uh, so live with people who are positive, who are who will add to our life. And then people, there are people we need to look out for, especially during this time. um, So we could uh, look out for people, but keep that contained. And so that as we do ministry, we make sure we balance it with lots of people who are depositing into our lives, even as we withdraw by reaching out to people who are more difficult,
0: mm. but we
1: do need to do that as well. That's right? good. Yeah. So much,
0: so much of my spiritual journey, I find myself wrestling with, and I know it's not true theologically or, or even logically, but I always wait for my emotions to kind of make me want to do things like, Oh, I should want to read the Bible more. I should want to pray. I should want to sit in silence in front of God. And sometimes I don't want to do it. I just would rather drink coffee and watch something on TV. Um, but yeah, in choosing life we're we're making active choices, despite how we feel in a moment
1: Mm. to
0: pursue Christ to pursue healthier, healthy relationships with people who pour into us. And that's a good word about good boundaries uh, with people. And we definitely want to be people who live as a body of Christ to serve others, but we need to balance it out. We can't simply be uh, always pouring out because it will put us put our lives in in balance. So doc, thank you so much for, for this time. Um, We're going to have some notes that uh, kind of a recap of uh, today's conversation also in the show notes and some schedule and some other healthy tips for us. So thank you so much. And uh, my pleasure. Yes. We'll be talking.
1: Keep up the good work. You're doing great. Thank you so much. All right. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.